Welcome to Career Caffeine, the weekly podcast for women who feel stuck, burned out, overwhelmed, or just need a little boost of inspiration in their careers. I'm your host, Angela. I'm a professional career mindset coach, corporate dropout, and dog lover. Every Wednesday, I'll invite you to grab a cup of coffee or your favorite bevy of choice and listen in where I'll share a little career wisdom, inspiration, advice, and real talk from my own career experiences as a district manager in retail for more than 20 years. And also as a career mindset coach, I work with women just like you who are on the hamster wheel and are looking for a change. I'll have some topics that are just like the coffee chats that you have with your work bestie when you need somebody to talk to. And I'll have occasional guests who will also share some tips, stories of inspiration, advice, and strategies to help you to get unstuck so that you can begin to move forward with your goals, dreams, and career aspirations. If you're interested in learning more about coaching and how I might be able to help you to achieve your career goals, check out my website at AngelaKnightCoaching.com or drop me an email at Angela at AngelaKnightCoaching.com and follow me here for free at the Career Caffeine Podcast on Apple, Spotify, or anywhere your favorite podcasts are found. Welcome to episode number 13, Changing Careers After 50. I'm your host and career mindset coach, Angela. If you're listening to today's episode, chances are you're over 50 and you've been thinking about changing jobs. An uncomfortable truth that you're going to have to keep in mind is ageism. Ageism is nothing new in the workplace, but it might be the first time that you've had to consider it or think about it as you're searching for another job or thinking about changing your career. Now, if you asked any company if they discriminate against age, they would respond emphatically that absolutely they do not. The reality is age discrimination is alive and well in the workplace, and it's getting worse. A recent study found that age discrimination complaints have increased by 41% since 1997. So what is ageism? Ageism is defined as being a prejudice or discrimination against a particular age group, usually older people. I don't know about you, but being viewed as older (laughs) is a little bit of a foreign thought, but it typically starts around the age of 40. And it manifests in the form of stereotypes, like believing that all older workers are slow, set in their ways, not tech savvy, etc. We've all heard the saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Well, that's another example of, of ageism and ageism in the workplace and the thought process that goes behind it. Now, ageism can also present itself a little more subtly like when an employer only wants to interview job candidates who are fresh out of college, or when a manager avoids giving an older worker an assignment or a task or a project that could potentially lead to to a promotion because they don't want them to be there long enough to get promoted. Ageism can even show up in job postings. You know, I recently saw a posting that said, we're looking for a recent graduate who's willing to work uh, long hours. 
Now, that might not seem ageist at first, but if you really think about it, what it's implying is that anyone who is not a recent graduate is not willing to work long hours. Now, we've had to overcome challenges throughout our entire career. When we were younger, the challenge was we didn't have enough experience. And now that we're more mature, we can be considered as overqualified or any of the other stereotypical beliefs and biases that tend to come along with being more, uh, shall we call it mature. (laughs) So if you've ever seen the movie The Intern, it stars Robert De Niro and Anne Hathaway. Robert De Niro plays a widow and he had been retired and was keeping himself busy at home, but he missed going to work every day and being productive. So he interviews for a senior intern position at uh, an online fashion company. It was founded by uh, Anne Hathaway's character. Now, throughout this movie, it is filled with stereotypical comparisons between the baby boomer generation and the millennial generation and how different the workplace had become or how many differences there were. Um, I remember there was a scene where Robert De Niro was being interviewed by someone much younger than he was. And one of the first questions that he was asked was, what are your career goals or what are your goals over the next 10 years? And as soon as he asked the question, there was this awkward pause because he realized, oh my gosh, that probably wasn't a very relevant question to ask him. And there was another interview where he was asked where he went to school and and what he majored in. And then asked, well, do you remember what your major was? So, you know, throughout the whole movie, there were so many metaphors that are relevant to this topic. You know, another one was uh, Robert De Niro. He shows up with his notebook and a calculator and a pen. Meanwhile, everyone else was using whatever the latest technology was at the time, like their iPhone or their computers. And there he was still using paper and pen, a calculator and his watch. Throughout the rest of the movie, um, he befriended Anne Hathaway and became a mentor and an advisor for her. And, you know, I can't remember all of the details, but the moral of the story is that there's a lot that can be learned, both from our perspective and that we can teach others and, you know, be a mentor or a coach for other people. Okay. That was a Hollywood example. And, you know, it was probably a little extreme compared to your job search. But the point is that ageism is something that you do need to at least be aware of as you're searching for a job or you're changing careers, because it's probably something you haven't faced or had to consider before. The good news is there are some things that you can do to get ahead of it and be prepared for it. The first thing you're going to need to do is to prepare your own mindset. You might be thinking, well, Angela, what do you mean by that? This might be the first time that you've had to consider age into uh, a factor while you're searching for another job. There might be some things that come up during this process that could have an impact on your confidence, like being told that you're overqualified or being told that you don't have enough experience in a certain category or with certain software, or feeling a little out of the loop during the interview process when there may be some terms or processes discussed that 
you aren't familiar with. You might even start to doubt yourself and wonder if maybe, you know, maybe I really am a little outdated, or maybe I do need to get a little bit more educated, or maybe I'm not qualified, or maybe I'm just being paranoid. The fact is, if you're not selected to get the job, there could be a million reasons why uh, that happens and that have nothing to do with your age. An employer's job is to hire the best candidate for the job, regardless of their age. Now, there are a few things that you can do to make sure that you've done everything that you possibly can to prepare yourself for your job search and to position yourself as one of the top candidates for the position. One way that you can do this is by doing some research on the company that you're interested in and the position that you're interested in and identify any questions about your experience, background, um, or anything that might come up so that you're prepared for that ahead of time and how you can overcome it or how you would respond. For example, if you're worried about being perceived as not being tech savvy, focus on highlighting the experience that you have and be specific. Call out the software programs and how you've used them to complete projects or tasks or how you use certain um, apps in your everyday activity to be more productive. If you're concerned about seen as being inflexible or maybe being set in your ways, focus on the times that you have examples to share when you've been able to be adaptable or open-minded or other examples in your previous roles and, you know, be prepared to share specifics. This is going to help you to be a lot more confident in yourself and your abilities as you go through the job search process and it's going to help your confidence and that's going to really do you some favors during the uh, during the interview and the job search process. So speaking, excuse me, speaking of interviews, you'll want to be prepared for those before you even hit the send button on your application. What I mean by that is be prepared to tell your story during the interview that's going to be engaging, captivating, And it's going to showcase the transferable skills that you have that are relevant to the position that you're interviewing for. Now, you don't want to tell your entire life story, but you do want it to resonate with the hiring manager and relate to the company culture in some way. At least a portion of your interviews will likely be virtual. You'll want to be sure that you've got a great Wi-Fi connection and that you've set up a professional background that doesn't include photos of your grandchildren. Now, there's nothing wrong with that, but remember, you're trying to call attention away from your age. Also, once you know the software that they're going to be using, whether it's Zoom or Skype or Microsoft Teams, for example, you want to be sure that you've tested your microphone and your camera beforehand and that you're really comfortable using it. There's no faster way to start off on the wrong foot by introducing yourself while you're still on mute. No great job search begins without a great resume. The first thing you'll want to do is to make sure that your resume is up to date and relevant. If your resume is filled with outdated information, 
it's going to send a message that you're not current or you're not relevant to the position. Take a step back and look at your resume with fresh eyes as if you were the hiring manager. Would you consider yourself as a candidate? What are some things that may be outdated? You'll want to be sure that there's no outdated language or terminology in there. For example, references available upon request is not used on any resume these days. That's going to be one of the first clues that's going to uh, indicate your age. Also avoid words like seasoned. P.S. Seasoned is code for old people. (laughs) But, um, you know, you do want to make sure that your resume reflects your most recent experience and skills. So you'll only want to go back 10 or 15 years tops. Anything more than that calls attention to your age. You'll also want to have a current email. If you have AOL, Hotmail, or Yahoo, do yourself a favor, my friend, and get a free Gmail account with a professional email address. So nothing that says nana's helper.com or something that calls attention to your age. You'll want to have something probably with just your name and maybe a number or two um, for your Gmail account. If you're applying for a job and they're looking for somebody that has experience with a certain software or certain program, but you don't have experience with that, but you are willing to learn, put that down or highlight that or include that in your resume. And once you've done that, there's also some really great resources that are available for you online for free or almost free that you can go online and take a few courses or get up to date with some technical skills. Uh, A few of them that I can share with you and I'll be sure to include in the show notes are allison.com. There's a ton of free training that's on there in just about any category that you can think of. LinkedIn Learning, Google Skillshare, Code Academy. That's a great one if you are in IT or you want to get into the technology space. There's a ton of great resources that are available for you to brush up on your skills or update, um, you know, any coding skills that would be needed for the job and future learn. So those are five great websites and I'll be sure to include those in the show notes as well for your reference. Something else that you'll also want to keep in mind as far as your resume is a lot of companies are using ATS or an applicant tracking system to pre-screen candidates. You don't want to be overlooked simply because your resume didn't get past the bots. So if you haven't done that in a while, or if you're not sure how to update your resume, or if you don't have the time, please consider working with a professional resume writer. They will know exactly what to look for. They'll know all of the keywords that need to be included, and they'll help you to overcome the bots and the applicant tracking system and anything you may want to omit or Um, update on your resume. Now, after you've polished up your resume a little bit, it's time to move on to social media. 
Using social media to your advantage is a really great way to connect with potential employers and overcome ageism bias by showing them that you're current, you're relevant, and that you're keeping up with the latest industry trends. This can be done by reading industry publications, attending conferences, and networking with people in your field. So if you're on LinkedIn, which I'm assuming that you are, please be sure that your photo is current. If it's not a professional picture, it would be worth your time to go ahead and get one done. It doesn't have to be really expensive, but again, this is all about first impressions and you want to make sure that everything about your profile is up to date, current, and looking really great. You'll also want to consider joining some relevant online groups, communities, or forums in your field of interest and connect with people who are there who share similar, uh, similar interests that you do or that are relevant for your job search. That's not only going to help you to expand your network, but it can also give you some great ideas for content that you can share on your own social media channels or to um, have additional ideas that you can pull from throughout your interview process. And who knows, you might even build a new uh, contact or connection that can help you in your job search or recommend you. Now, let's talk a little more about networking. By now, you have likely built a lot of great relationships throughout your career, and you've got a vast network of great business associates that you can draw from. Don't hesitate to call on them. Call on your network of colleagues and peers. Once you've let your network and your community know that you're looking for another position or what you might be looking for, the chances are there's probably going to be someone in your network that can help you or point you in the right direction and could recommend you uh, for some or recommend you to someone for a position that you could be a perfect fit for. Now, hey, we know that looking for another job isn't always easy, regardless of your age. But do keep the end result in mind. Why do you want to change jobs in the first place? And what are going to be the advantages that a new job is going to bring to you? I'm guessing that you've probably gotten bored or maybe you're not challenged or maybe you're overstressed or you've been working too many long hours. Maybe you're, you feel unappreciated or maybe you're not happy with the company culture anymore. Whatever your reasons are, always keep in mind as you're going through the interview process and be prepared to interview them too. One of the worst things that could happen to you is that you could find yourself in a similar position all over again. Also be sure to give yourself some grace because it's probably going to be, there's probably going to be some things that you've experienced for the first time that you haven't done before. And it might challenge your confidence or how you're feeling throughout the process. So stay focused on why you're doing it in the first place and how much better your quality of life will be once you found your dream job and how much happier you're going to be. And keep in mind, you're in great company. There have been some really great people that have transitioned into a new career after age 50, and they've gone on to be really successful. 
for example, Colonel Sanders, he was 65 when he started KFC. Sam Walton was 44 when he started Walmart. Martha Stewart was 50 when she started her company. So there's some really great examples out there of people that have been very successful and making a career change after the age of 50. Now, with all of that said, your situation is very unique to you. And if you find that you need some one-on-one support, you can visit my website and schedule a free coffee chat. And I'd love to help you. I'm going to leave you today with a quote from Oprah Winfrey. The best way to look at aging is to see it as an opportunity to leave what didn't work behind and step boldly into a brand new future. Thanks for listening. And as always, may your cup be filled with great possibilities.